Hello, hello, hello. Hello. And I'm sitting here like, hey, Facebook. And you say, y'all gonna unmute. <laughs> right. Hey, Facebook. Hey, YouTube. <laughs> it's Angie. And Renee. And I'm Jerena. Hey. And we here to talk about it. Yes. 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 We have our good girlfriend in the building. Yes. Yes. She's yes. bringing all that energy. I yes. Always positive energy. Good energy. Let's bring it. Let's bring it. Yes. Bring it on, girl. Bring it yes. on. Yes. <laughs> you not bring it when God has been good. God oh, is yeah. still who he is. He's still on the throne and he's always doing it great. Come so on now. Better than him. Don't he get us shouting early in this thing. I know. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, yeah. All right. So you all know how we start. First, we want to say hey, everybody. Uh, but you know how we start. We always start with a wow factor. So, Renee, take it away. Okay, so our wow factor for today, it fits right in with, um, there we go. Uh, it fits right in with um, our topic and everything today. I wanted to read something um, that the person that the wow factor is about, um, it tells basically her story. Um, she says, would you believe that my mom had me at the tender age of 14? Uh, she became my guardian angel at the age of eight. Would you believe that my father was incarcerated for majority of my youth years and struggled with drug addiction? Would you believe that everyone expected me to be the same statistic? Would you believe that I once thought that I wasn't good enough to be a doctor? I thought I was too dark. I thought I was too poor, too stressed, too broken, too scared, too insecure, and too alone to thrive in this world. Well, I'm happy to say this is in 2016 that I graduated from Meharry College um, School of Dentistry and I'm a professional dentist, also known as the motivational um, dentist as well. Um, and I like that story right there. It's like, this is perfect. This is our wow factor. Yeah. Um, because Dr. Sean, and I love her, I follow her, um, just motivational. She believes in God. She talks about God, but this, she's truly a wow factor and an overcomer. Indeed. Come on now. Wow. wow. Yes. You started is how you finished. <laughs> yes. Resilience and overcoming. That's yes. what it's about. That's yes. It's indeed. About. Indeed. Yes. Okay. Yes. So that story, as she said, that story was perfect to go ahead and to segue. Sorry. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I am um, first honored to be back on the show. Thank you, Angie and Renee. Um, the last time we were together, we were in person. It was pre-pandemic. Um, but God has done amazing things in all of our lives since that time. So I am just grateful to be here with them today. When I was with you all before, I talked a lot about my book, Get Yourself Together First. And um, the I wrote my, I'll tell you where I wrote my book when I tell you my what, where factor, but <laughs> my wow factor. But um, I the book was written to encourage the reunification in families torn by the scars of addiction. It's to let family members know that even after your family member gets clean, no matter how ugly those things were, you can forgive. You can forgive them. 
Um, it does not mean you have to sit in a place of hurt or brokenness because mental health is real and I come before you even in a dictionary. So you have to take care of your mental health and do what's best for you mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Otherwise, you're nothing. So um, that was the reason of me writing the book. But when I wrote the book, when I went on my book tour, and what year was that, y'all? 2019, 2020, whatever year that was, um, before pre-pandemic. Uh, when I did my book tour, there was something that I did not really want to talk about. So today I'm sitting here because whom the sun sets free is free indeed. You hear that? Who yeah, the sun sets free is free indeed. It's free. I'm talking yes. about free, free. I'm not talking about hell with any chains or any kind of bondage. Whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So while promoting, after my book tour, I promoted my book at Greater Mount Calvary, which is my home church, and my pastor, the Honorable Archbishop Alfred A. Owens. I love him because he is such a father. He checked me on the pulpit in front of everybody. Nobody knew because Y'all heard the washed out noise. And he said, you're not getting up here talking about your mother until you talk about yourself. Wow. It's so quick to talk about everybody else. Yeah, We want to keep those couple of skeletons in our closet that we don't want nobody to know about. Like these right. are my secret things. So I want to expose this, but I don't right. want to expose this. So I sit before you as a free woman of God, but what my past look like, if you notice, I'm not turning around. I am a 31-time convicted felon who has been to 26 different jails in prison, who now has a secret security clearance working for the federal government, who does everything legally, ask my kids if you don't believe me, who is <laughs> who is committed and loyal to God first, to my church, to my family, and to my ministry. Mm. Use me for being, for being just ratchet with it. God has been too good for me to hog spit in his face and put him back on the cross. Come on. Amen. Amen. God has been too good to me. And I just want people to know that no matter what your dark look like. So I read this book. I'll never forget it. It's called the um, it's it's a book that uh what's his name? Pastor Jenkins taught out of um he taught his ministry class out of it at First Baptist Church of Glen Arden. And the book is is very hard to get. It's called You Have Not Many Fathers. And in that book, it said that. It, it encouraged you not to curse your wilderness experience. Mm. It said some things cannot be performed on the comfortable theological couches of the modern day churches. Wow. And I am an example of that. Yes. Some things could not be accomplished sitting home. So I did nine years in prison the last time. I went to prison to get free. Mm. Mm. Amen. So Amen. I, for those who don't know, I am the granddaughter of the late Bishop Walter McCullough of the United House of Prayer for All People. 98% of my family still attends the church. But he's known as Daddy Grace. He's no, it was Daddy Grace first, then it was Daddy McCullough. That was my yes. grandfather. 
So a lot of people still go to that church. For me, I was incarcerated in church. I was in bondage in church. Women, they ain't no women on the pulpit. Ain't no nails. Ain't no braids. Ain't no lipstick. Ain't, I was going to hell for everything that I did. I know that, I know today that if I had stayed in that church, the ministry of mind that God birthed in me, I would not be able to do it. Mm -hmm. The book that God birthed in me, oh yeah, let me go ahead and tell you that. I wrote that book in 90 days flat sitting in prison. Wow. wow. So when I came home, I wasn't home a year, got my credit score where it needed to be and took out a personal loan and self-published that book and self-promoted that book myself. Wow. And it's a good, good book, y'all. I read it in one day. <laughs> that thing is good. God, I, I wanted to say something too. Um, Angie said it. Ah, so I went on Amazon, and I love the fact um, I was reading some of the reviews, and I wanted to ask you a question about it. Um, the person said you're very transparent about your story and how addictions affect family, family and children. Um, it's a true story about forgiveness and restoration. It encourages addicts to get themselves together. Um, through raw honesty and storytelling, you uncovered your life in the brokenness, isolation, and shame. Um, my question is through that, um, what she's talking about, the brokenness and um, forgiveness and stuff like that. Um, we have a lot of broken families today and people are dealing with unforgiveness because of um, addiction and different things like that. Um, what do you say to people when you share your testimony and you talk to them about forgiving um, your mother and the different things that you all went through in your relationship? Forgive A. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that I'm not just talking to church people. OK, because I sent the link to a whole lot of people that ain't in church. So I will say this. Forgiveness is for yourself. It frees you. It's not about freeing them. Mm -hmm. Amen. You have to free yourself, and and it's gonna sound crazy to you. So, <laughs> I um during one of my many uh, I call them frequent flyer miles when I was going in and out of prison in my twenties. Yeah, um, I was I was down in a, a prison in Bryan, Texas, and a woman came in to preach. I never forgot. She said, "How many people was molested and raped?" And so everybody. Ah! So we didn't know what she was going to say. You know, we think she about to lay hands and all this other stuff. And she said, she stood on the pulpit and said, get over it. She said, them men are gone on with their lives. They done forgot about you. Or even if they remember, they ain't going to come back and say, thank you. Why are you still holding yourself in bondage? Yeah. I swear that rawness freed me. That in that moment, because that's exactly like I, I, I've dealt with the molestation, the family mess, the drama, the PK secrets, all of that. You know, mm -hmm. I was I was 12 years old and my mom had me dating 20 something year old men. Wow. I couldn't have boyfriends unless they were drug dealers. And then here's the funny part. So me and my children, um, I've, I've been encouraging all of my children. Um, I don't know you as an adult. You don't know who I am as an adult, as a legal woman of God. So we need to get to know each other. 
Yes. I want to establish a relationship because I don't know you and you don't know me. I don't know what make you tick. I don't know what you like to eat and vice versa. So let's get to know each other. So that process is is um, going well. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things my son and I were talking about the other day, he just moved back to the area. We were talking about there was a thing that all of my kids have thrown in my face since yes. I home. And then when I, it took me to get myself together first, yeah. to realize my baby girl never lived with me. What makes her say that? So even the people that we leave our children with, mm-hmm. whether we're incarcerated or we're going to work, we got to be careful what they're feeding our children about. Amen. Yes. Because they will regurgitate that thing in their 20s and in their 30s. And you'll be sitting thinking you're the worst person in the world until you wind it back and was like, that's not what I did. Yeah. Who I was. Yeah. You got to listen. I'm not ashamed to say I had so many family members of all ages dying from COVID that I wind up getting a therapist. It was the best thing I could have done in my life. Yeah. And when my job changed insurance companies, she wasn't under it. I said, if people can pay to go to the gym, I can pay for my mental health like people do for their physical health. So I pay out of pocket. I don't mind paying out of pocket because guess what? It keeps me with perspective. And then I'm blessed. She's a woman of God. So Amen. Yeah. I came out out on top. But forgiveness is ultimately for yourself. And and it's as ugly as it is, write them down and go through that product, go through that pain, like look at it one good time. Yeah. No, you know what? I gotta let this go. And this is why I gotta let this go. Let me tell you, when I went through anybody who's ever been through a federal clearance, that interview ain't no joke. When I had to unpack all of my ugliness within a four-hour period, and if I can be blunt, in front of a white man and tell this man all of my dirt, why I did what I did when I was 19, when I was 20, what I did with did, did, and who I was with and why I was with and what was happening in the house, I was crying. I was giving up on the job that I was, I was like, I don't, I don't want the job. Just, just he said no. Go get something to drink. Don't cut your camera off. Just take a breath. We're going to get through this. He said, yeah. you're doing it now. You never have to do it again. When wow. you look at all of that ugliness, yeah. guess what? The more people make me expose my ugliness, the freer I get. Because if I talk about it, can't nobody else talk about it. We you better know it. it. We're going to laugh about it together. Yeah. We're right. laugh about it together. It's nothing that you can tell nobody. Like I said, I have told people in the past, been with women, been with women. Yep, got you. Not one, not two. Yep, yep been with them, been in relationships. Yep. Me and my ex, we done done a whole bunch of crazy, committed crap, but done, done, been there, done that. It's nothing that you can lay in my face that God has not blessed me the ability to come through. Come when I got home, me and my, I was staying with my baby girl. We're better now, but she asked me to leave her home. It left me with no place to stay. Yeah. The crazy part was my mentor was way over in Japan seeing her daughter. What was I going to do? 
Now, what the enemy would have had me to do, and yes, I'm saying the enemy. I'm not saying the house of prayer is the devil. I'm just saying what the enemy would have had me to do to step out of my purpose and my calling and what God had told me to do mm-hmm. would have been to resort back to conforming to get up under the people at the old church where I was just so that I could have a roof over my head. Mm-hmm. And so I found another mentor and was like, I just need some help. She put me in a hotel for a week. I went to church that Sunday. I didn't know Bishop Owens from a can of paint and he didn't know me. I went to the pulpit crying that Sunday. He felt something in me and said, came to the edge of the pulpit and said, baby, what's wrong? I said, I don't know where I'm going to stay. He said, call me tomorrow. I'll get somebody to help you with that. And I said, because you couldn't call my grandfather. Call the bishop. What do you mean call you tomorrow? That didn't make sense. It didn't make common sense to me. Like I grew up yeah. under this. What do you mean? What are you talking about? And another woman called me up on the pulpit after service was over and said, Bishop forgot he got to take co-pastor to the doctor. And she wrapped $301 bills in my head. Don't know me. I'm like, wait a minute. They just, what? Then right. they put the church, put me in the hotel. I'm like, there got to be somebody outside watching. Somebody got to be watching. Like, what? what's, go- what's going on? Bishop said, you find a you find a job, I got your place. My church, when I tell you, you need to get pip. Listen, we all need somebody get connected to some people so yeah. that when you go through, you ain't got to go through. I am the anybody connected to me know I am the most resourceful individual. <laughs> you tell yes. me this problem, I might not got a dollar or but I got I'm gonna find the answer if I ain't got an answer. Right. And you know what? I want <laughs> I want to say something about that too. Um, because that's how we met. Um, I had, I got an interview on channel five and I wasn't sure of some things and you inboxed me. Oh, I saw this, but let me tell you such and such. And I was like, I said, is she really sending me this information? And then when we met face to face and I was promoting my book. And at that point I was like, you know what? I think I need to just pause. Yep. And you were like, no. Yep. And then my daughter went on, cause we was trying to figure out tonight. Chrissy was like, I told that lady something. She was trying to pursue something. And I was like, I can't remember what it was, but they both doing a lot of stuff now. <laughs> I was like, I've been on their personal pages. And, and and I'm really that person. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get to a level. If I already been on the TV show, why well, can't share with you how I got this? Right. Why do we hold on to stuff like that? That's yeah. horrible. That's it selfish. It's yeah. horrible. Like we're women. We are black women. We are women like pursuing greatness. Like it, like help somebody help yes. somebody and and yeah. I, I don't understand like the word says go like the right. beginning of the, the 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 um the commandments is go go therefore the great commission says go why are we so oh i gotta stay over here my little holy ghost feel fire baptizing my shanana what good are you doing anybody none nobody None. Well, listen, Gaveda, I wanted to go back to when you were saying how um, it made a difference in the connection that you had. And so, you know, and, and it also it stuck out to me when you were saying how, you know, what it happened with your daughter. And your daughter was like, oh, you know, you have to leave. 
And then it was the enemy who wanted you to go backwards. And I'm so glad that you didn't. And we have to be very careful about that because that's what we usually will resort back to. We'll go back to familiar places, even if those places were hurtful places, because we already, you know, we know it. Yes. And we go back to those hurtful places. So we have to be very, very careful. And I'm glad that you did say, you know, that's what the enemy wanted me to do. But I said, no, I, I know that within me, I know that I know that I know that I have to keep moving forward. And it was in your moving forward where that divine connection came. And so where you are today, because both Renee and I can also speak as to where you know, the covering that you have, it makes a world of difference. Because in other places where you know, you know, where you know that this is what's in me and we cannot rest until what God puts in us is able to come out of us. You know, as much as we try to fight against it and try to run away from it, we get uncomfortable when, you know, when we're not living and and working in our purpose. Yeah, so I'm so and let me be clear about this. It does not have to be a bad place, it's just not a place for you. Come on, that's true. That's true. You have got to be clear about the calling on your life. When God sets the calling, and you also have to be this is where relationship comes in, right? Like Mm -hmm. you have to be clear about how God speaks to you. Amen. Because how he speaks to you is not how he speaks to me necessarily. Right? So I know that when I'm praying, I'll get like this this fullness and this burning in my chest. Mm -hmm. I know I've hit where God wanted me to hit and I'll stay there. Amen. That's what he, that's how he talks to me. He talks to me in my sleep. You want to know why? Because every crime that I have ever committed, I've never sat up and thought of it like this. It always came to me in my sleep, how I was going to do it, what I was going to do, how I was going to plan it. Oh, wow. And I had, luckily, I had a pastor at that time to say, start sleeping with the Bible under your head. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I told God to take over my dreams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I tell you, he did it. He yeah. did it. So when God gives me a vision, I now, so I do like these, um, not really podcasts, but I, I attend like these meetings for women in the DC halfway house. And I teach them like, baby, a salary job is, I mean, a, a hourly job is not where you want to be. A salary job is where you need to be. And then I'm telling you, like, know your worth. I, I came home, just give me a job, make it 45 a year, Lord, just 45,000 a year. And I'll be okay. I'll be okay. And I, un, and because I was so like the system will have you so scared. Right, it'll have you so scared. You like, I just need a job. I don't want my PO to send me to jail. I don't want to like, and so, so your 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 employer now knows that you you are in this fear place. So now you're hired as an administrative assistant. Before you know, it, you're the CEO's assistant. Now you're working at HR. Now you're in the operations, and your salary ain't gone nowhere, and you can't get no further. And God had to tell me. <laughs> It's time to go. So this is the thing. I was I had to say, well, I'm gonna look around and Lord, you know, I'm just gonna put it on my wall for the year. This was last year. I'm gonna be in a job making seventy-five thousand, a seventy, seventy thousand, Lord, before the years out, Lord. I'm gonna trust you to do that. And I'm in my kitchen ranting and raving. I can't believe. And I got a call. This man said, I 
hi, is this Gavada? You know, that's how they pronounce my name when they don't know it's Javada, right? Is this Gavada? <laughs> okay. But today I ain't hiding from bill collectors so I can say, yes, it's me. So I said, yes, yes. And he said, I saw your LinkedIn profile. You know Agile? I said, yeah. He said, you know Scrum? I said, yeah. He said, what would it take for you to leave your job? I said, um, 77. I was at 57. I was pushing it, right? He said, I said, 77. He said, if I can get you to 75. I said, depends on what your benefit package looks like. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, I started the, I left that job without a two weeks notice. <laughs> they gave me my um, EOD, which is like your preliminary clearance. I left that job. 75,000. I started March 1st. For Christmas, because of the compliments that was coming from FEMA, they gave me an $1,115 bonus yesterday, not three days ago, yesterday, the day before I came on your show, which was a testimony for your show. Right. They called me to tell me I had a 10% raise. I now make 82.5. Wow. And I haven't been home from prison, nothing but four years and one month. Wow. 31 felonies, nine-year prison bid. If you don't believe God is real, take my picture. <laughs> no, that's right. I know that's right. Take my picture. If you don't believe God is real. And, and, and thank you for the congratulations, but all the praises and the congratulations go to God. Right. You know why God does it for me? Because I'll come anywhere and tell people that God did it for me. That's, That's right. why God does it for me. You know what He don't do it for me because I deserve it. God knows I'm not worthy. Yeah. He does it for me because I'll stand anywhere and say God did it. I'll be on my work meeting going, hey, God is good. Y'all have no idea. <laughs> you know, I was going to say, I, that's I, the time that we are in right now. People need to hear the truth. They need to, and not when I say truth, sometimes people, they are a little too much. It's like, you don't need to say that. But the te your testimony, along with the word, is what people need to hear. Um, and it's not, we talked about this, um, I believe it was a week before last in Sunday school. We were talking about, you know, you can share your testimony, but don't just tell me that God is going to bless me. Let me tell you the real testimony. Like, I struggled. Like, there were times, like, I didn't know how I was going to eat, different things like that. But let me tell you what God did in addition to that. People want to know the truth. They want to hear a testimony. But at the end of the day, if you're sharing your testimony, don't just tell people that God going to bless you. No, Come let on. me tell you the truth. And yeah. I really believe that's why God has favored you and blessed you and continue to open doors for you because you're not afraid to say, yes, I like you said, I was a felon. But at the end of the day, look what God did. You're giving him the glory on the platform that he's blessing you with. And that's why some people, they'll get on platforms. Oh, I did this. You didn't do anything. God did it. Right. And that's why God is blessing you and opening doors for you because you've gone through so much. But like you said, you're free. When you're free, I don't care what you know about me. Yes, yes like you said, I struggled with this. I struggled with alcohol. I struggled with all this stuff. But what you don't know is God freed me. And oh if it had God. not been for God on my side, that's why we can say, where would I be? That's but right. you're not afraid to share your testimony. And I'm telling you, like, I can see you, God positioning you in places and doors where people are going to be like, how in the world did you get here? Let me tell you what God did. Right. Oh, my God. Girl, eyes are not seeing like, I'm telling you, When I tell you, 
I was just telling my daughter, it wasn't even, it, it was not, not even 30 minutes before we got on. I was telling my daughter, like, when I sit and think that May of, now, I don't, where we 2022, May of 2019, uh -huh. I was standing on the corner of Southern Avenue and Alabama selling waters because my lift wasn't approved. I didn't have a job. And my church had me in a hotel. Wow. Standing on the court. That was May of 18. I'm sorry. May of 2018. May of, I'm standing outside selling waters. Dollar, dollar, dollar. Just to make it. But guess what? Because. Yeah. I didn't pick up another check. Yeah. Because I didn't forge another document. Right, right. Come I on. refused to go back. To yeah. who I was, back in that bondage, God yes. said, "Well done, my good and faithful servant." Here you yes, go. God yes. said, "Here you go." God, see, you can't live in funk. You cannot live in your funk. There has been a time with most people that are around me that I've had a falling out with. Want to know why? They needed a pay stub. They needed a document changed. They needed. I don't live like that nowhere because as soon as my integrity get compromised, as yes. soon as, see, y'all don't know what I do, but God know what I do. Yeah, and right. he knows what I do, I have to be accountable to him. If I think it's wrong, I ain't doing it. If I think it's wrong, it, it, ain't, it ain't even gotta be that. I it, it ain't even gotta be, you know, that big of a deal to anybody else. But if I remotely think it's wrong, I'm not doing it. That's and right. I will, I will Put Jesus back on the and cuss you out like a rabid dog for disrespecting <laughs> me and coming at me like that. I I'm, I'm just being transparent, right? Because at that point, you have let me know that you don't care about the God I said I serve, who I said I am, and you don't need to be connected to me. So right. either you gonna either you gonna respect who I am or you are gonna disconnect from me, and that is everybody from my mama to my children, and they all are witnesses. Amen. That's right. Don't come. Don't come and try to compromise my integrity. When I yeah. tell you, I don't <laughs> care. I I don't care. I'm just not doing it. And it, and yeah. and the 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 and the adults that my children are now becoming like it's it's like this gradual process, and it's beautiful to watch because I'm able to see God. Look at what. Look at look at look at the blessings that's gonna fall on my grandchildren. Like I'm I'm able to see like I'm I am so I don't know who I I think I watched some series by TD Jakes at some point that was talking about women we are created to birth. Mm -hmm. So and we nurture. Yeah. So my son was like, Mom, I'm trying to get a mobile. I'm trying to do this this business. What? I'm just like, okay, I got an idea. Like every morning, he's like, What now, Mom? Like <laughs> I'm getting on his nerves. My daughter's like, mom, just let me get everything together with my business. Okay, I, I got this part. I got this. Well, well, well let me, and it, like, as soon as they say it, I'm, yeah. I'm tapping in. I'm yeah. tapping in. Like, people think, oh, support got to be money or no, it can be connections. Like, I, so one of the things I love to, like, kind of talk about, and, and I've done, like, a couple of um, YouTube videos about it. The federal government has this thing called Schedule A. Mm -hmm. knows about it. Yes. He talks about it. Yes. Schedule A. Because you have a mental health therapist, you get a Schedule A letter, you get preference, 
you can get the 60, 70, 80,000 dollar jobs right in the federal government that bumps you up above the people that's qualified for them. But guess what? People know the information and they ain't sharing the information. Why not? Wow. Your dollar ain't messing with my dollar. Why not tell you? Go, go get it. <laughs> go get it. Go get it. I know I get on that nerve. I be like, you mean to tell me they gave y'all $2,500 a year for training and y'all ain't going to do nothing? Have y'all lost y'all mind? I said, yeah. like, we like, and I told them on a meeting with the, the, the people. In it, I said, we like our job because we like our boss. If, yeah. I, if Microsoft offered our boss $200,000, she gone. I said, we don't know what we might get. And guess what? You're not relevant nor marketable because you have not been in continued training. What are you going to do? Yeah, and right. they, they've been giving you $2,500. I'm going to use every dollar I can. What you giving me a year? Every time I see a trade, and I'm like, ah, I'm requesting, I'm requesting. <laughs> Listen. But you know what, Gaveda? But that is because a lot of times we don't feel like we deserve it. Yeah. Right. That's part of it. Part of it is because we feel like, oh, we don't deserve it. We won't. You know, I'm like, I'm good where I'm at because this is all that I deserve. Because if you think about it, you know, we we have CD pass. Right. And and I can speak for myself. My past wasn't also great. And there was at one time I was very ashamed to talk about it. Now you can't get me shut up about it because I want to be free and I want to help other people be free. You know what I'm saying? So it's not that I'm glorifying my past because it was ugly, but I want to make sure that I share with other people so that they can know that just because that's where you are now doesn't mean that's the way you have to stay, you know, but then the other piece to that as to where people you know it's it's here it's put in front of you yeah. like they always say you can lead a horse to water but you can't make them make drink. Drink. it's yeah. because either they're they're afraid yeah you know because when we get to a place where sometimes things start to feel too good yeah. we get uncomfortable because we don't know you know what i'm saying we've been living in such chaos all of our lives mm-hmm. so we kind of get used to that yeah. so when we don't have that anymore we're kind of like oh my gosh that's like when we always um have to have some kind of noise on. And when it's too quiet, we get uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. you know? And then it's also because we won't take the time. We want to, we too lazy, you know, because we're just like, you know, so it's important. And I'm glad that you are encouraging others and showing others to say, Hey, you deserve this. And if you had to utilize your resources, because a lot of times we won't. That's right. It was it was a it's it's a lady on my job. She's probably I don't know. She's in her sixties, and she she messaged me on the side after the meeting, and she said, "How did you get out of the administrative circle? Like you've you've been doing executive assistant so long. I don't I can't see." I said, "Girl, put your big toe out there." I said, big toe out there. So I gave her a certification that I, I felt like she would be confident in passing. And I said, now once you get this, let's set up a couple of meetings and I'm going to show you how to work it, you know? And then when you get in these meetings, you'll be able to talk the talk. And then they'll start pulling you over there. And that's how, you know, so I, you, I guess I just, I'm like, if I can just help one person. Yes. You know, at one person, one person at a time. Yeah, I am fulfilled. I feel so good. You know, 
when my bishop let me promote my book from the pulpit, I was like so emotionally, I don't know, broke down because he said, when he went to introduce me, he said, you know, we've been going to Jessup prison for years. And he said, um, Javada came home and she did exactly what she said she was going to do. He said, the reason, he said, I don't do this for everybody. He said, the reason I'm doing this for her is because I'm so proud of her. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, I'm thinking, y'all done put me in the hotel months. I ain't talking about a day. I'm talking about they had me in it for like two or three months. Y'all done fed me. Y'all, y'all, y'all done all of this for me. And yet you still doing for me and saying that it's a blessing to you. I don't come from that kind of church. Right. You yeah. know, so I'm like, these people are on some other stuff, right? And it just makes you so every time I got a volunteer, there's a volunteer opportunity at the church, I'm running. You know, right. I'm excited because I know what they did for me. That's right. My ties and offer is nothing. Why? Right. Because I know I know the money that they don't pour into me. Yes. So I'm not crazy enough to think that I'm that special that they're not going to do it for somebody else. Right. They right. didn't even know my name. When I told Bishop I was looking for a job, he said, well, what's your name anyway? You on the phone with me. <laughs> I tell him my name. He said, well, do this. If you sit where you usually sit. I said, where I usually sit? This man nowhere. Said, well, I thought I was in a new church. Honey, I can do some bedside baptism. That man said, if you sit where you usually sit, then just wave your hand and I'll come to the edge and get your resume. I said, where I usually sit. This man know where I usually sit. You <laughs> never know who's watching. Yeah, you never true. know who is watching. Mm-hmm. You know, so you have, you've got to take care. I guess, you know, people need to know, you take care of your connection. Like, like bless them, like, like share information with them. Mm. What is it taking from you? Yeah, that's right. What is it taking from you. Now, I'm not saying refer somebody to your, to your job that you know ain't gonna come to work and go get dirty urines and make you look bad. That's not right. What I'm yeah, clear about what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, if people who good people have poured into your life, what is it that you can't pour back into there? My mentor have she was a teacher. She was one of my ministry and training teachers when I was at Jessup. She goes to Greater Mount Calvary. She's a reverend. And my mentor has got me in so many different things. So, I mean, little stuff I could do for she. One day she was like, I can't find out where to go get my booster shot. Girl, give me five minutes. I'm going to find you somewhere to go get your booster. I mean, it's just little stuff like that to let people. What is it? Pick up the phone and say, "Hey, I'm think." Text somebody and say, "I'm thinking about you." Yes, really. I ain't seen my co-pastor, my my, my my um um executive pastor. I hadn't seen Pastor Crystal in a month, and that was weird to me. And I wasn't trying to be in her business, but I text her every day for a week. It was like, "I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. I love yes. you. I'm thinking about you." She because your pastors are human. That's right. That's they right. Human. They go through PK stuff is real. Most preachers got one from TD Jakes down to Joel Osteen and everybody else. Everybody got PK issues. So it's okay to say, I'm praying for you and your family. Why? Because they come, like you said, they covering you. That's right. That's right. They covering you. You have got to take care 
of your connections. You have got to and and connect your connect. I know poor Tisha Lewis off of Fox Five. I know I've introduced that woman to everybody that I that, that, that's doing something. I'm like, you gotta meet these people, and you gotta meet these people. And she's and she like y'all, she loves my energy. She'd be like, okay, Jermaine, just tell them to email me. You know, it's, <laughs> because that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. What is it taking from me? if we don't encourage each other you know god god gives to all of us daily yes right us daily but and that you know, goes but but that goes to a lot of the things that we go through is not just it's not for us it's not yeah. just for us so as god is is pouring into us and freeing mm -hmm. us we're there to be a testimony we're there you know to show them that again that's that's where you were that does, doesn't mean that's where you have to stay that's right you know what i'm saying you i mean sometimes <laughs> you sometimes you look at people and you're like say what now yeah. and you know as they're they're going and they're telling you know talking about their past and how you know they came through mm -hmm. and i do believe like renee was saying that we can't just tell people oh yeah god is good no tell them the ugly raw details because that will help them in their dark times because right. it's it's very rare i know nobody on this uh on this show right here has um not have had a bump in the road when they decided right. to change their life Right. You know what I'm saying? We, we've been trying to to we got a phone call or a text from somebody that we was like I'm cutting them off and I'm not doing that anymore because I'm changing my life like you said you had people who were like oh can you give me um a pay stub you know they're trying to pull you back into what it is that you you know that God has freed you from and yeah. if he's freed you from there stay free yeah. That's right. you have, you have to when you go back when you go back, it may be harder to get out there. Ain't no maybe. Ain't no maybe. Ain't no maybe. Right. It will be hard. You. It will be absolutely harder. You have mm -hmm. got you, but you have got to listen. And I can't. I can't articulate it any better. You have got to listen to where God is leading you. Yes, right. He's leading you where with. Yes. You know, I, I love. I always repost this thing from Tyler Perry where he talks about um um climb and maintain and then he talks about these boosters on a rocket and he said when when a when a rocket takes off into space when it reaches a certain altitude the boosters fall off because it can't go that it, in certain places it can't go with you that's right I mean, that's that, right this makes sense yes yeah. makes sense everybody ain't meant to go everywhere that you have to go or you have all to go or you are <laughs> or they, you know my son said to me the other day he said and it was so it was so symbolic of christ he said he said mom you know i i look at where you are now and i i, I didn't do everything that you've done like first thing you did you gave everything to god I just, I'm still doing, you know, I, I, he said, but then that time and all that, I said, guess what? All you have to do is give everything to God. I said, because I went through, you ain't got to go through. Your mother already got the connections. You just get in line. I already done went through it. That's so you, right. ain't, you know, the same way Christ done paid the price, I done paid the price. You mm -hmm. just get yourself in order and come on and live off the blessings of Abraham. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I know that's right. I will also say that that I know for a fact that when I came home, 
I always tell people this. God gave me an Abrahamic spirit because I had to know how to leave everything behind. Church, mm -hmm. family, mother, friends. I had to leave everything of every, all of the familiar that I needed because I needed yeah. money. I needed clothes. I needed a place to stay. I needed, I needed to get on my feet. I needed a cell phone. I need all the things I needed. God said, trust me. Amen. And, and 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 that's a scary place to be. Yes, You've been away that long. Mm -hmm. I ain't talking about six months where you can go find the same people around the way. Like all the streets one way and then change and build it. You have to be like, okay, God, you said go. Yeah. And then and then let me let me let me give you this too. Church people will hurt you. <laughs> just, I'm not just talking about the house of prayer. I'm definitely not talking about Calvary, but I got connected to some non-inmate church people when I was away. Mm -hmm. And when we come home, we expect to have these church people connected to us. And you know, because they done preached in their shanana and, and sweated and oh let me tell you. <laughs> Let me free, let me, I ain't gonna throw no names, but let me free, let me free any ex-offender that is on here, because I done seen some tapping in. I done had some preachers who was down the pulpit come on to me that are married. The preachers that, that claim, oh, I'm going to be praying for you when I told them I was homeless, they didn't even return my phone call. I've had preachers that will sit with other ex-offenders and talk about people because they don't understand she must be back to her old. Girl, I got the favor of God, the real God. I don't know what God you was preaching about because right. the God that I serve don't make you sit around and talk about people like that. Mm -hmm. I mean, just all that. that I mean, you got to be careful what you receive in your spirit. But a lot of that has to be, a lot of that has to do with dealing with yourself. Because yeah. there are times I cut off everything in my house. The air, the heat, heat the fans, the TVs. I don't want to hear nothing. And I can just lay and deal with me. You know what? I should have handled that situation a little differently. Yeah. And maybe I need to go. You know what? I need to get more disciplined in this and start thinking about this. You know what? I, I need to call my son tomorrow and ask him, you know, what did he think about this? And maybe I need to ask my daughter, did I make a mistake and how she felt about this? She didn't say she felt no kind of way, but maybe I like I can deal with me because I'm okay. Hey, I'm human. Yeah. I, right. My bad. You know, <laughs> yeah. but you have to be authentic in doing it. And, and you know, before we wrap up, I want to say I, I have to say this. You all mental health is important. Just as important mm -hmm. as your word is important, your mental health is important. You have to protect your mental health like you protect your bank account. Mm -hmm. You have to be careful what you let in. And you have to be careful who you pour into. Because your oil ain't for everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you can get on a platform like this and talk and it's fine. But I'm talking about people that want to sit and break bread with you, people that want to just sit in your ear, and then people that want to sit and tell you to pray for people, but all they're doing is sitting telling you to gossip in somebody else's business because all they will should be really saying is, you know, so-and-so is going through a situation in their finances. Pray for them. The end. I don't yeah. need a girl because you know their bills ain't paid and they ain't do this and they doing this with ain't my business. 
ain't yeah. my business. That we have to be careful. And we equally, we have to look at our family members, those we love, because I have found myself becoming bitter towards some family members because of their behavior. And what God allowed me to take a step back and look at, there's some, there's a mental health issue going on. So mm-hmm. everything ain't the devil. Yeah. Right. You got to have the spirit of discernment to know what you're looking at and what you're yeah. dealing with. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I just, I just had to say that because it is so real. It is so real. And it's not to be taken for granted. We can shine on our roll on the floor, speak in tongue, and do all that kind of stuff. Those sawdust everywhere, whatever else, slob, snot, the whole nine yard. Mm-hmm. But if you get up and you still wrestling with depression, you still dealing with stuff, you know, having these movies of your childhood rewinding in your mind. Mm-hmm. You need, it's time to talk to somebody. Amen. It's time to talk to somebody. And and mm. all of those things will keep you in bondage. Yeah. You need to be free, y'all. I mean, yeah. when I tell you being free, it's good. It yeah. is good. <laughs> it is good. And I, you know, and on top of what you're saying also, um, you know, we're going to meet people in church. We're going to meet people in the world who are just, you know, just the same. But it's important to know um, where God has placed you um, in ministry. Um, a church, a covering, because regardless of what's going on around you in the building, you know, people may be talking, people may be doing different things, but when you're there to get yourself together, I don't care what you're doing. It's not going to affect me. You're not going to move me because I know the word is coming forth. I know the word is transforming my life and my mind. I know that the word is helping me to find stability um, in this crazy world. So we have to know um, where God has positioned you in ministry, the ministry that God has for you, the pastor that God has for you. Amen. Um, when you have the right things like that, all that other stuff that, you know, the, the backbiting, the I don't like this, you ain't doing this, she wore this. Okay, that's good. But right. for me, my focus is God sent me here for a reason. Mm-hmm. God has a purpose for me here. God is developing the gifts for me here. So we have to magnify the good. I see the bad, but I'm going to push that Listen, aside. So God I, is doing something. I, I got out of prison December 17th, 2017. After doing nine years. I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't even just be respectful. I didn't even care about Christmas. I wanted to be in Greater Mount Calvary or New Year's Eve. Yeah. At one desire, one focus, that's where I wanted to be. So I did not know that before I walked in the door, co-pastor had just prophesied that she saw God freeing someone. Mm. So when I walked in the door, those who had been a part of the prison ministry, apparently it was this big, ah! you know, and I knew nothing about it, right? So I went and sat in this little section. This woman didn't know who I was from a can of paint. Just to go back to what you said, she was like, "You, this your first time here? You new here? Child, you gotta be careful, such such. I mean, this woman threw so much venom in my ear. And I'm thinking, miss, I've been praising God in sweatpants for nine years with a whole <laughs> bunch of people ratchet and everything else. I'm just glad to be home. 
Right. I ain't never sat by that woman a day in my life. Every I won't even I don't even sit in that section when I go to church. No more. <laughs> That's <laughs> why and, and it's just it blows my mind. And and it's sad, you know, God has to deliver me from this because she graduated from some class and she was coming, and I was like, <laughs> I was, this was just my thought, like, really? It was not like it was a discipleship, but I was like, really. Like, and I had said, God, get me out of my judgmental spirit because I'm like, come on now. Like you, why are you, why, why? You had no idea. And so then as the night went over, they kept, I guess, putting the cam on me because I was like crying and hollering. I was a maniac that New Year's Eve, you know? And um, and then my mentor was like, are you okay? I just hope you're not offended. So let me kind of tell you what happened before you came in. And that's why like all this focus was on you. I ain't know nothing about the focus being on me. Child, I was so happy to be in the presence of the Lord and able to <laughs> and shout and run and what no God's going to tell me, lock, lock in. I was just happy yeah. to be where God had me to be. And when I tell you, my bishop has covered me. I did not know that Tisha Lewis grew up in Greater Mount County. It's just mm -hmm. the way this stuff, Winston Cheney, uh, the, uh, the, uh, right, he's he was a deacon in Cal. It was just like all of these connections that were coming to me. Yeah, it was like because of where God sat me. Yeah, right. Then I wasn't even in Greater Mount Calvary for a year. They made me vice president of the mind ministry. The next year, they demoted the vice president and made me president of the mind ministry. And this is what I love about my bishop. He believes in going and doing your ministry. So for like uh, six weeks straight, all these different churches kept inviting me. And I was scared almost because I, I, I don't. I'm accountable. I text Bishop for anything. In the middle of the night, I don't care. I was like, Bishop, these church, he said, God gave you a ministry. You are making me proud. Go. Right. It's like, God, this man is like, and all I can keep saying is, Lord, who am I that you are mindful of, of me? I was right. just with my family, his daughter, which is our executive pastor. Pastor Crystal got, I don't know, four or five kids and a husband. This woman got up four o'clock every morning for three months straight to pray with me amen it makes every morning i'm like god yeah yeah god, like this is so when you talk about a covering yeah when you talk about being covered this you know i i mean some trust in chariots i trust in god yeah, you know that the blood still works That's right, i know yeah. that the blood still works and i'm just like even when y'all was like oh do you want to come on the show i was like no i haven't done this in a while but sure let's go what are you, <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I know i hear the dog i don't know why zoe is barking she does want to be a part of the show well this is about time for us to end anyway so um we truly truly appreciate you coming back on the show yes. uh, we knew that we wanted you to come on this season mm -hmm. and to really bless us we know that you've been doing some great things we see you girl we see you sis be on YouTube. <laughs> she'll be on youtube she you know giving her um her podcast she's doing great things make sure that you all 
that is her um, website. Make sure that you go get that book. I'm telling you, it is a page turner. It will have you laughing, crying, yeah. all of that. <laughs> I'm telling you, I couldn't put it down. Um, and it's so good. So make sure that you, um, you know, get the book, check her out. And again, um, says we truly appreciate you being on the show. Yes. And you had to make sure that when you're doing things, let us know. Okay. Oh, let oh, us oh, know. Oh. All right. So you all know that we always end the show with, um, an, uh, Angie Momo or an inspiring moment. So it, we are here tonight for an inspiring moment <laughs> um my i got actually got my inspiring moment while we were talking um on the show and you know when you go to the library they have different sections where it's like this is for the kids this is for adults this is for people who likes um science fiction so they have different sections and nobody questions why do they have the the library set up like this why is it in different sections they have it set up like that because they want you to know if this is what you're looking for. This is where you need to go. Wow. And I'm saying all that to say that if they're not questioning that, then you shouldn't worry about your story. If God has given you a testimony or a story to share, guess what? Whoever your testimony, your story is for, they're going to receive it. They're going to acknowledge it and they're going to understand why, because it was just it was made just for them. Wow. So we can't question ourselves if we don't go in the library and question, why is this sectioned off? Why, you know, I, if we don't question the library, don't question yourself. Amen. You're not for everybody. Your testimony is not for everybody. And guess what? It's okay. Don't stop. Stop. Don't let that stop you from telling your story, your testimony. Amen. Amen. Come on now, Miss Renee. Tell them. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything ain't for everybody. We right. ain't for everybody. Who's yes, for us? Your Who's oil ain't for everybody. Be in our section, huh? Yes. There you go. Yes. That was okay. beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. And Gaveda, thank you again yes. for coming on, girl. You know, yes. we can talk for about 50 hours. We're going to let the people go to bed. They got work tomorrow, and so do I. And so do I. <laughs> Yeah, she got to go to that good government job. <laughs> Y'all have a blessed one. I enjoy yes. being here. Yes, you yes. So, everybody, we thank you for watching tonight, for hanging in there with yes. us. We truly appreciate you. Um, make sure that you tune in next week um, right here on Facebook and on YouTube. If you have not subscribed to our YouTube page, make sure that you go on over there and check us out. Let's talk about it with Angie and Renee. Um, you might have to dig a little deep because I think what Renee and Angie, the singers, they come up. That ain't us. You don't want me to sing. So, <laughs> you don't want me to sing. So just put it in there. Let's talk about it with Angie and Renee. Make sure that you subscribe to our YouTube page. And we truly, truly appreciate you. Um, leave us some comments there, like our page on Facebook, Instagram, all that. Connect with us. So. Again, if you have any topics that you want to um, talk about or you want us to talk about, um, just hit us up. Let us know if you have any guests that in mind that, you know, you think would be appropriate for the show. Let us know that as well. We want to hear from you. We love you. We love you. We love you. And have a wonderful, wonderful night. See you next week. Bye.